This is Jay Guberti, number 73 of the Niagara Ice Dogs, and you're listening to the 0-60 Podcast. The Maestro opening up this week's episode of the 0-60 Podcast. That's called kind of smirks a bit there. What a maestro. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Reese Domaney, along with Colin Ward at the 0-60 Podcast is where you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And this one's pretty jammed packed. Pretty jammed packed. Fun one. Fun one. There we, we, go. got ta- we got tagged uh, in a tweet about we did. the baseball hats, which is pretty cool. It, uh, yeah, this show is definitely longer than an hour, but that's okay. Get next used two to shows it because be the next two, this one and the next one are going to be this, uh, pretty long. This week's going to be so long. I'm going to be playing oh, the football movie. Oh, any given Sunday when Al Pacino gives a never seen it. You're in hell right now, gentlemen. This week, yeah. this week for you players, you're in hell right now. Essentially, because you're, <laughs> you're like, right it's now. gonna be the longest you're week of your lives. We're in hell. It's gonna be long so, nights, long nights, early mornings. Grind it out. Let's go to work. Uh, on this week's show, we have got two guests. We've got Luke McNamara and Luca Pinelli, both eligible for this year's OHL priority selection. Kind of get their thoughts on the whole week and uh, you know where they're at in Nailed terms it. of playing last season. Luke got a chance to play down south. Luca didn't get the opportunity to play his minor midget year, so a little bit of a different perspective both, for both, both players. Uh, both junior Canadian ties. Yep. Both junior Canadian ties. Hey, it's weird. We've had a lot of junior Canadians on. We had Pano. Are we showing Ty, uh, or something? I don't yeah. Know. What, are we like the official uh, – podcast of the toronto junior canadians once they get on the o radar we just hey Not what's anything. up junior canadians <laughs> yeah um, um yeah we, we, we also we preview the, the draft local? this week yeah fun one we don't uh we don't give lists yeah no just we give don't you a heads up for anyone who's expecting mock drafts we don't do that yeah no we just if, give a uh, player need, team needs. yeah if we don't watch video uh we don't give don't do mock drafts yeah the way it should be done but, yeah, if you, if uh, yeah, we do give everyone an insight kind of where we're thinking uh, where each team should essentially go where with, heads in, are at. in the first round and possibly the rest of the draft as well. So we'll get into that um, after we are joined by our two guests. But to kick off the show, we'll do something fun, interesting. Colin, you mentioned the yeah, baseball yeah. hat. Yeah, as I wear a hat tonight because yeah. my uh, hair sucks today. Yeah, baseball hat. If you could put five patches on an Ontario Hockey League hat, not a not an Ontario Hockey League team, just an OHL hat, five things, what would it be? Ooh. What would they be? So we got to go CN Tower. Um, Niagara Falls, like the falls. Yeah. People could make the argument, though, that it's we're technically not Niagara Falls; it's St. Catharines. But those doesn't, people it can doesn't matter. It's a landmark. Be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, water falling off a rock, but yeah, it's still the it's still though it connects to yeah. border and stuff. And we're yeah, Niagara border, Falls did have OHL, so it's not like it's completely irrelevant. Ambassador Bridge. I mean, you could, yeah. I mean, you got Flint. Yep. I mean, Erie. A lot of teams don't go through the Ambassador Bridge. I mean, Windsor. Probably I would hope they don't. Start. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, Niagara, could you imagine Niagara goes down through the Ambassador Bridge around the Erie? All the way. Not a chance. Not, Not a, a chance. chance. We're going for a drive, Sunday drive. Yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Okay, so that's the ambassador, Bridge, you got to respect the states. Yeah, yeah. If you respect the American teams. I mean, I think that that's huge for our game. I mean, having those three teams, that's massive. Hundred percent. Go uh, Parliament Hill. Yeah, Parliament Hill. I mean, you have to. Or the then, Parliament Building, not so much the hill. But. And then I think it combined the most, uh, probably the two biggest attractions in the league, arena-wise, um, the Budweiser Gardens and the Auditorium in Kitchener. Yeah, I think you have to have a mix of those two teams. I mean, the snow too. I mean, for Kitchener, you you could essentially put a potato on the hat with Don Cameron, Don yeah. Cameron's potato night. So that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the great. Well, you had the greatest team in the century in London too. Yeah. You had the CHL team of the century, 05, in like green and gold. Yeah. White, green, and gold, and black. It would be 05. That's all yeah. it's 05. That'd team be pretty sweet. Team of the century. The odd. The snowflake, like so, like Sioux, the what? Well, anyway, yeah. like up north Sioux, Sudbury, uh, North Bay. I mean, Kingston, Ottawa. The snow. Yeah. Winter time. That's Oshawa. You could put the GM logo. They won't. But yeah, yeah. they put the GM logo. I don't know. That, that's a fun debate. Those are some good ones. I feel like yeah. that. I think that's solid. I feel right like it's I think we just created the OHL hat. That solid hat. Yeah, I know, right? Hey. I know, I know you people from the OHL are listening. Design it. Yep. Design it right now. I'd get that for sure. We, we just want a free one. one. We don't need any royalties. Just a no, free hat. We should make our own hat. On that. Actually, we should make our yeah, own custom hat like that. That'd be sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be cool. Yeah, what do you think? Do a Twitter poll. Do we create a custom uh, hat? <laughs> I have to. Sweet. Oh, that'd be cool. We don't even need the OHL logo. It would just be like each like place around the city of flint we'd have like fire yeah oh <laughs> fire oh that's original <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um yeah it's something to think yeah, about i mean just to fly. start the show off on a fun way but um this is our part two of the second annual oa appreciation show um western conference this time uh, and we will start uh, with the eerie otters this season or this season this episode um obviously some of these players are still not we're still not with erie murphy to be specific Niagara. Yep. but uh just thought might as well stick with them because this is the last team they played with so um all the 2000 born players in the western conference we'll name quickly name them off kind of give you a rundown where they're from when they were drafted and uh should be a fun uh part two so first off for the Erie Otters to speak of. Um, first OA for them, Matthew McDougal, 5'10, 166 from Aurora, Ontario. Drafted by the Barry Colts in round three of the 2016 OHL draft. Next, we've got Chad Yetman, center, 5'11, 178 from Whitby, Ontario, is an Erie. 10th rounder in 2016 and a Chicago sixth rounder in uh, the 2020 NHL draft. Next. I don't think he was coming back for this next season. I could be wrong, but uh, Kean Sopa, who was mostly known for a lot of the magic that he performed with the Niagara ice dogs. When he came on the scene at the Meridian center, he was a 36th overall pick in the import draft by the Ice Dogs in 2018 out of Switzerland. So shout out to him for a short but a very respectable career 
moving on, Maxime Golod from Concord, Ontario. He was an Erie Otter 13th rounder in 2016 and signed by the Anaheim Ducks last year as a free agent. So good for him and good career for Golod in, uh, in Erie. On to the defense, we have got Jack Duff out of Kingston, Ontario, 6'2", 221. He was an Erie third rounder, uh, 57th overall in 2016. On to Curtis Henry, 6'2", 205 from Niagara Falls, Ontario, a 2016 ninth rounder for the Erie Otters. And on to goaltending, as I mentioned off the top, Daniel Murphy, 6'1", 192, traded to the Niagara Ice Dogs, but spent all of his career uh, with the Erie Otters as he was drafted in the 15th round in 2016. Yeah, on the Flint, the next team, it's going to be interesting to get to those Euro uh, 2000 born players. Eh? I know, right? Or two weeks ago, it's going to be interesting. Um, first off from uh, Flint, na- well, got traded to the Kitchener Rangers, but never played a game for the Rangers. So we're saying Flint, um, Jack Wismer. 2000 born out of Stony Creek, Ontario. He is a 20 in 2016. He was a second round pick 41st overall. Um, next we have number 10, Connor Roberts, uh, out of Owen sound, Ontario. He's a first round pick by Hamilton in 2016, third overall. As we scroll down this, we have a uh, tie to Landry out of Port Perry, Ontario. I mean, first round pick by Dallas 13th overall. He was probably never going to play his OA season with the Flint Firebirds, but got to shout him out. Uh, he, went, he got drafted in 2016, fifth overall in the first round for the Firebirds. Kind of put that franchise on the map, eh, uh, Delandria? Yep, 100% he kind did. Of their, kind of their first, like, franchise player. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Um, I agree. As he, as he, as he uh, hands that to Brendan Othman now. Um, next up, we got Quinn Uly out of Uxbridge, Ontario. I think he, no, he wasn't in the name bracket. He was in the name brag, but that's a good name. Um, <laughs> he was in, he was drafted in the fifth round, 84th overall by Ottawa in 2016. Um, we move on. Uh, deadline pickup last year, a good pickup for them. The St. Louis seventh round pick, 200, 200th overall uh, in 2018. Uh, Tyler Tucker out of Long Lake, Ontario. Uh, in 2016, he was a first round pick, 14th overall by the Barry Colts. Um, Next defenseman, we have Dennis Busby uh, out of Barrie, Ontario. He's a fifth-round pick, 145th overall by Arizona in the 2018 NHL draft. He uh, is a second-round pick in 2016, 23rd overall by the Flint Firebirds. Next up, we have Owen Lalonde. Good pickup that for uh, Flint last year's Reese. Uh, and I mentioned uh, later on, I guess. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 20 you totally previewed the rest of the show and gave away that we recorded this last that's hilarious yeah can we just i love that <laughs> for anyone out there that didn't catch on this is the last segment we recorded for timing reasons i knew i was gonna i knew i was gonna nah, it's all good man I knew it's, I that, that was funny man no no it's all good um, <laughs> we don't do things in order up here no um in 2016, he was a first-round pick, second overall by Sudbury. Good career draft, second overall. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And uh, last off for their D, uh, show guest uh, out of St. Catharines, Ontario, Riley McCourt. Chris. Yeah, Riley, yeah. Hey. Hey. Shout-out to him. Uh, came on the show. He's a show guest. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> third round pick, 45th overall in 2016 by the Hamilton Bulldogs. Um, 
goaltender played three games for them. Um, Evan Morrison, he's a 15th round pick, 300th overall to Sterling Ontario. So that's the Flint Firebirds always. All right, on to the Guelph Storm. Starting with Cam Hillis. Heard a lot about him uh, when the Guelph Storm were on their great start uh, last time we had hockey in the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, 5'11", 174 out of Inniskillen, Ontario. He was a second-round pick by the Guelph Storm in 2016, 29th overall. And he was a third-rounder by the Montreal Canadiens in 2018, 66th overall. Next is Keegan Stevenson out of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, 6'1", 188. Sixth rounder by the Guelph Storm, 2016. He was picked 102nd overall. On to Eric Uba out of Kitchener, Ontario. He was Good a story f- with him, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Flint ninth rounder, 164th overall uh, in 2016. On to Pavel Gogolev, Moscow, Russia, 61181. He was a Peterborough first rounder in 2016, eighth overall. Uh, moving on down to the defense, and they don't have one away. Hey, don't so, even Right on. That helped and us. Then, it did. It helped us later on. Um, and then in goal, of course, what can you say about this man after Anthony Popovich moved on to Flint? Nico Dawes, unbelievable for the Guelph Storm. Yeah. He graduates from the Ontario Hockey League uh, after being drafted by the Storm in the seventh career. round in 2016, and he was a third rounder by the New Jersey Devils in the 2020 NHL draft. On to the Kitchener Rangers. <laughs> Rivals up the street. Um, oh, yeah. First off, we got Riley D- uh, Damiani uh, out of Mississauga, Ontario. He's a fifth-round pick, 137th overall by Dallas in 2018. Um, he was drafted in 2016 by the Kitchener Rangers in the second round, 29th overall. Next up, we have trade deadline acquisition. Uh, Sierra Noel out of Ottawa, Ontario. He's a second-round pick, 34th overall by Florida in 2018. In 2016, he was drafted in the second round, 25th overall by the Oshawa Generals. So the second round, yeah, that's sweet. Love that. Yeah, it comes in, comes out, same spot. Um, to the D we go, where we got a couple, or we got three guys. Um, Axel Bergfist, sweet name. Here we go. Issa Jan, Issa Jan, because I think, I know the pronunciation is different. Uh, Sweden. Oh, I got this. Watch, watch this. Watch this go. I'm Ice, so lost. Ice Sean. Where are we? Axel Bergfist, defenseman number seven. Yeah, it's Axel. Oh, the name. Yeah. Incian, Sweden. Yeah, that's, 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 that was probably wrong. That's what I was thinking of. It's pr- it is Jan. There's no way it is. It's not John. Yeah, I don't think they pronounce the J. Uh, yeah, because they do uh, things on top of the L. Oh yeah, that's. I remember that. I that's te- that's definitely Incian. Yeah, Sweden, I, but with a yeah. way better accent than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> nah. Oh well. He's uh, uh, drafted in the NHL from Arizona in the seventh round, 200th overall in 2019. Import draft picks, second round, 95th overall for Kitchener. Um, next we go to the Brantford, Ontario native. Shout out to Reese Brantford. It goes yeah. quiet. 
beat them a lot. Beat them a lot in baseball back in the day. Night (laughs) and defensive holding whale. Uh, Fourth round pick, 67th overall by Sioux State Ray. Um, Last defenseman, uh, he was drafted by Niagara in 2016 in the fourth round, 73rd overall out of New Market, Ontario, Justin McPherson. Yeah. Good career with the Ice Dogs, too. I really liked him in Niagara. Yeah. Um, both uh, both goaltenders, Lucas File um, out of Owen Sound, Ontario, drafted by Kitchener in 2016, sixth round, 103rd overall, and Jacob Ingham out of Barrie, Ontario, LA, sixth round pick, 175th overall in 2018, um, drafted by Mississauga in the second round, 26th overall. Lucas File, an interesting career. Yeah. He was the guy, then he wasn't the guy, and then he was the guy, and then Ingham came in. I know. It was, it was weird. Man. Yeah, it was interesting. Good career, but it was just interesting what happened. Yeah. On to the London Knights. And we start up front with Nathan Dunkley out of Campbellford, Ontario, 5'11", 181. He was a Kingston first rounder in 2016, 17th overall. And, of course, that was the year Kingston was fully loaded, ready to go for an OHL championship, and then Niagara said no. So... Okay, Jack. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. The amount of times I had to call him working at TSN 1150, it was awesome. I can't believe he remembered my name. He's a good guy. Yeah. I call it like 4 a.m. in like Sacramento, like on a road trip. I remember the first Tuesday I was there and like they were in Sacramento or LA. I remember him like downtown LA. He just on the phone at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, it would have I, been I remember. Yeah, it was funny. I'd call him. I'd be like, "Hey, Jack, it's Reese." Oh, it going? And he'd be, I'd be like, "Hello, Jack." And he goes, "Hey, Reese, how's it going?" I'm like, you remember me? And he's so cool. The, he's so cool at the Raptor games too. Like he's always walking around and stuff. Like yeah. talking to the fans and stuff. Like he's a good guy. Stand up guy. Classy. Um, OA number two for the London Knights. Future NHL star for the Columbus Blue Jackets, Liam Foodie, 6'1", 182, out of Scarborough, Ontario. He was a first-rounder, 18th overall. His highlight, Scarborough. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, hmm, Just noticed this. Dunkley and Foodie, back-to-back picks in 2016. Yeah. Dunkley, 17, and Foodie, 18. Safe Um, to say they they hit on pick 18. They eh? did. Yeah. Columbus Blue Jackets hit on pick number 18 in 2018 as well. That's cool. Eh? That's where they took Liam Foodie. So, where or 18? That is funny, eh? That's cool. 18, 18, 18. Yeah, that's awesome. Does that happen? Um, OA number three is uh, Jonathan Gruden out of Rochester Hills, Michigan, six foot 180. Uh, London fifth rounder, 100th overall in 2016. And, of course, he was an Ottawa Senators fourth-round pick in 2018, 95th overall to them. Last forward who, uh, who would have been an OA, Billy Moskal, uh, six foot 192 out of Sudbury, Ontario. He's the Knights' second-round pick in 2016, 40th overall. One face-offs. He did. Hey, you need that. Like the Red Wings, Luke Lendenning, he wins face-offs. Yeah. That's all you care about. Um, on to one of the more controversial players and one of the more highly skilled players uh, from the last year that there was OHL hockey, Ryan Merkley. And we could go on and on about the amount of times Evangelista and McMichael talked about him and what he was like in the room. So this is a really sh- 
a good shout out to a really good player uh, in the Ontario Hockey League. Can't I wait to see him uh, with the San Jose Sharks one day. But um, his OHL career is over uh, out of Mississauga, Ontario. He was originally a number one overall pick for the Guelph Storm in 2016 and then taken 21st overall in 2018 by the San Jose Sharks. Defenseman number two, this one still hurts. 6'4", 207 from West Bloomfield, Michigan, Alec Regula. Traded yeah. for a bucket of pucks and money, as well as Brendan Perlini. I'm kidding. It was just Brendan Perlini. Who is um, a bucket of pucks? <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, well. Um, the London doing- Knights took him 74th overall in 2016. He scored and both then, his goals a game out of that. What's really. that? He scored both his goals a game out of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Red Wings took him with their third pick in 2018, 67th overall, before being traded to Chicago in 2019. Uh, and then moving on. No, that's it. Yeah. I remember Miski was a 99. Yeah. On to the Owen Sound attack. Um. The home of number 13, Gavin Bryant. Quick shout Pavel Datsuk, shout out. Yeah, Pavel Datsuk, yep. magic man. Yep. Um, first up, we got Barrett Kerwin out of Barrie, Ontario. A 2016 Guelph pick in the sixth round, 120th overall. Um, the next pick, we have Adam McMaster out of Beansville, Ontario. Uh, he's a first round pick, 13th overall by North Bay. Uh, the next pick, we have a one of my favorite. Uh, we have Caleb Pierce. We have Caleb Pearson. I think that was on my name bracket for some reason. Caleb Pearson last year. I don't know why. I'm not saying that's a boring name, but it's not a. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Jump Bob out. Yes, yeah, the same areas, Ontario. Um, it just that just came back to me for some reason. Uh, all good. He's a second round pick, 29th overall by Flint in 2017. Yeah, that was just weird. That just came up to me. I think that was my name bracket for Owen Sound for some reason. Yeah. Oh, um. Well. Oh, next pick, one of my favorite players last year, uh, Aiden Dudas out of Perry Sound, Ontario. He's a fourth-round pick, uh, 113th overall by uh, L.A. in 2018. He's a first-round pick, 10th overall by Owen Sound in 2016. Nice pick, 10th overall. Um, next up, we got Sergey Popov. Oh, Korolev, Russia. Or the Ooh, Korolev, Russia. Nailed it. Um, oh, that's a nail. I think I got it there. Nail gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kingston, he's a Kingston uh, second round pick in the uh, 38th overall in 2016. To the defense, we got Carter Robertson out of Holland Landing, Ontario. Cool, cool place to grow up. Um, he's drafted by Ottawa in 2016, the second round, 30th overall. And that is it. All First right. Sound attack. Going across the border to the Saginaw Spirit. Uh, OA number one, great name, Blade Jenkins. That's a great name. From Jackson, Michigan. He is a former first-round pick, fourth overall by the Saginaw Spirit in 2016 and then drafted in the fifth round by the New York Islanders in 2018, 134th overall. On to Danny Caddick out of south this is a place what 64215 native 
of South Porcupine, Ontario. We gotta look that up. What? We gotta look that Come up. Come on. Do we ask Siri? That's hilarious. <laughs> that's actually a tat. That's funny. Uh, he was an eighth rounder of the Saginaw Spirit oh. 2016, 152nd overall. That's funny. I can't believe okay. that's a name. I gotta get the info. You gotta see where it is. Like yep, we gotta know, go here. I know where it is. I know where it is now, but I just want to know the population. Where okay. is it? Okay. As Siri would say, um, South Porcupine, Ontario, is uh, located well to the right of Timmins, so it's right along. So straight east of Timmins. Timmins. Yeah, it's the home of Northern College. Never heard of it. Yeah, that's um, funny. It's technically known as Fintown. Oh my! But it's wow. South. It's South Porky Town. Porky Pine. That's okay. funny. It has a high school. Ronald Missioner uh, oh, Secondary man. School. That's wild. Um, oh. as I'm looking on Google Maps, that's Beer Store three seven zero three. Hey. Hey, what up? Hey, they've got the essentials. Reese Margarita. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it has a, it has a <laughs> um, we have a Tim Hortons here, so that's cool. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Little lesson on <laughs> South Porcupine, Ontario. How about <laughs> yeah. that? Um, on to the next OA for the Saginaw Spirit. Jake Goldowski uh, out of Thornhurst, Pennsylvania. A fourth rounder by the Saginaw Spirit in 2016, 64th overall. This guy is not an OA, but I just have to mention the name. Cole Koski from Zion, Illinois. Great name. That's an awesome name for a city. Zion Williamson. I had to mention that. Yeah, um, shout, out to, shout out to Dougie Glad, our defenseman, Ben Hall. That's what I'm saying. Big, big Pelicans fan, eh? Right? Yeah, he is. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Pelicans fan. Zion. Never met a Pelicans fan. Yeah, he's got to get the Zion jersey. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. If you're a Pelicans fan, you got to go Zion. <laughs> Lonzo Ball. Uh, ooh. <laughs> no. Get the $350 pair of shoes, Reese. Come on. Uh, I'm good. I'll pass. Yeah. I'll, I'd rather golf. The forwards continue. Daniil Antropov, uh, 61190 out of North York, Ontario. Of course, he was an Oshawa first rounder, sixth yeah. overall in 2016. That was a good draft. Dang. Yeah, it was. Uh, Damien Giroux, the next OA out of Hanmer, Ontario. I really thought it said Hammer for a second. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, he was a third rounder by Saginaw, 44th overall in 2016. And then he was a fifth rounder of the Minnesota Wild in 2018, 155th overall. On to the defense, Ilya Solovyov. Let's see. This is one I've struggled with too over the years. I've never been able to say it. Sobolov? Slovyov? Yes. Yeah. From Mogilev, Belarus. He was drafted 53rd overall in the 2019 import draft by the Saginaw Spirit. And he was a Calgary Flames seventh rounder in 2020. Two more defensemen. Uh, DJ King out of Northport, New York. He was a Hamilton Bulldogs second rounder, 39th I like overall. I like his team. 2016. Anyone that has an edge to him, I'm going to be a fan favorite of. Love that. <laughs> it's just simple. 
Uh, last one, Bodie Wild, uh, 6'3", 190 out of Plymouth, Michigan. Saginaw second rounder, 35th overall in 2016. And then a New York Islander second rounder in 2018, 41st overall. And lastly, one goaltender, Marshall Frappier, 6'1", 185 from Ottawa. He was a Sudbury sixth rounder in 2017. Next up, the Sarnia Sting as we bring it back over the border. Um, as I uh, kind of take your line coming back, you know, from Saginaw. Oh, good. Um, we got first away, uh, Joseph Mack. I think he's in your name bracket. Oh, Joseph Mack. I think he's in the name bracket. That's lost the three all offs. I think, I he think so. Um, he's out of New Hudson, Michigan. He's at Erie eighth round pick in 2016, 161st overall. A lot of value in the 2016 draft. Great work. Yeah. For um, Ryan Roth. Out of Ladue, M O, sweet Ladue, that's a cool name. Um, Sault Ste. Marie, free agent in 2017. Nice signing, get away out of him, good pickup for Sarnia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sam Bitten, number 41, uh, fifth round pick for Ottawa in 2016, 92nd overall, good pick for them. Uh, out of Gloucester, Ontario, There's a lot of Chester in Ontario. I know, right? There's a lot of that. And we have. Two more. We have Marco uh, Jakovich out of Brantford, Ontario. Lost to us a lot in baseball back in the day. Uh, Brantford did. Um, he's a second sure. round pick. Score. Twenty seventeen. Sorry, new pick. Um, he's a second round pick. Twenty eighth overall. Uh, last up for the D, we have Peter Stratus. Sweet name. Sorry, has a lot of guys keeping the name bracket. Um, <laughs> out of Scarborough, Ontario. Liam Booty, Scarborough. Um. He's an Ottawa first-round pick, 11th overall in 2016. And that is it for the Sarnia Sting. All right. Moving on, second-last team in the West, we go. We go to the Sioux Greyhounds. Sorry, I had to pause there for a second. Um, first OA is Zach Trott out of Moulmer, Ontario. He was a 14th-rounder by the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds. In 2016. Then we go to the defense. And we go right past the defense. And that's everyone. That's <laughs> hilarious. On to the last team in the West. Yep. The Windsor Spitfires. First up, we got Tyler Angler to Thorold, Ontario. Is a, he just signed with Columbus, actually. And yep. He was drafted in the seventh round, 212th overall by Columbus in 2019. He's a sixth round pick, 114th overall in 2016. Nice pick there for Tyler Angle in the sixth round. For your yeah. uh, wins are a good pick, good value. Um, number 16 is our next one, Chris Playfair at a Waterloo, Ontario. Uh, he's a, in 2016, he was a fourth round pick, 75th overall by Windsor. It's interesting to see how many guys still stay with the team. There's a few. I know. Um, I like to see that, though. Yeah, same. You develop. Like you um, kill Thomas, he got traded. I was like, no. Yeah, those are they guys you start with. Look Phil, right. Thomasino, Phil Thomasino too. I mean, he yeah. kills a year older too. Um, next up, we got Curtis Douglas, your guy, Reese, big, tall uh, center, six nine, two thirty six. The big guy's gone. Had of Oakville, Ontario. He's a Dallas fourth round pick, one hundred six overall in twenty eighteen. Fourth round pick by Barry too, seventy six overall in twenty sixteen. That's one team we saw a lot in Niagara at the Meridian Center were the Dallas Stars. There was a yeah. guy there every other game. Yeah. Now, Florida that helped, it helped Jason Robertson was there. They kind of monitored 
his uh, development, but yeah, even before that, there were quite a bit of Dallas guys there. They were there a lot last. Uh, Florida was there a lot last year. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got Joseph Rapuli out of Oakville, Ontario. Good name uh, for the name bracket. Keep that in mind. Uh, Oshawa, twenty sixteen uh, draft pick in the fifth round, eighty seventh overall. Uh, next up, we got Connor Cochran out of Beaton, Ontario. Sweet name. Um, sure. He's a Vegas 2018 pick uh, in the fifth round, 154th overall. He's a second round, 21st overall in 2016 for the Windsor Spitfires pick. So a good pick for uh, Windsor. Um, and that's it for the Western Conference all as right. my laptop is about to die. Yeah, so shout seven. out to all of the overages who did not get their overage season. It, it sucks. It really does. It does um, suck. So it was nice that they're good troops about it. Really? Yeah. I mean, they could have been out in the media. I mean, there was people out in the media, but it was really, they're good troops about it. Yeah. Professional. I'm glad some guys got contracts. I really am. I'm glad Tyler Angle, uh, Billy Mosco, the name of Riley McCourt. Yeah. Riley McCourt. I mean, McCourt, we were pulling for, I didn't think he was going to get past you in the draft for the third time. That was upsetting for me. I mean, it was unfortunate because he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a good guest. Um, it was unfortunate, but yeah. it's good that uh, those guys got signed and a few others got signed too, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we will take a break. When we come back, like we said, long show for you today. A long one. <sighs> Luke McNamara back. joins us. I, I forgot to say who our first <laughs> guest I forgot who our first guest was, but uh, it's Luke McNamara. He's going to join us next, talk about the OHL draft, the lead-up to – his name being called by the Windsor Spitfires, by the Peterborough Peets. By hmm. someone. A little bit of a foreshadow to our nice. last segment of the show. Hey, stay but, tuned. Uh, we will chat with Luke after this here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Dumaney along with Colin Ward. And of course, as it was last summer, the second segment is always the best part of the show. That's when we are joined by a third voice here on the show. And this week's guest is Luke McNamara getting ready for a big OHL draft week. Uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of nerves. I'm sure you're all pumped up and ready to go, Luke. So uh, first off, appreciate you taking the time uh, to do this. I know little bit of quarantine for you right now coming back from the U.S., but uh, really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. So how are you feeling? It's draft week. Yeah, what's the mindset? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Just uh, a lot of mix of emotions, just hanging out with my family, just, you know, staying calm, staying positive about everything. I know it's going to work out fine. So just, uh, just yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a fun time and just uh, kind of wanted to get it happen you know, sooner or later. Yeah. yeah get to where you're going to go. That's always the exciting part. Eh? Yeah, for sure it is. So, so you made the interesting decision this year going to Bishop Carney in the States. Uh, how much did that help your game? I mean, your draft year, it's tough to take time off and you made the right move going over to Bishop Carney. How was that? How much did it help your game? I think it helped my game in every shape and form possible. I think obviously not having, you know, hockey ranks, you know, being shut down and, ice limited here in Ontario, you know, during that long period of time, I'd be running the hill near my house or rollerblading as well as throughout the day, you know, I needed to do 
to uh, keep my cardio going. And, you know, I just, I knew it was going to be a long period of time. So I thought being in my draft year would be, you know, a great opportunity and uh, very fortunate and lucky that I got to play in the States this year and got, um, got to play meaningful games against the top teams in the States. Um, you know, getting tons of development, you know, meals ready every day, team skates, team practices, systems, you know, being with your teammates every, every single night and, and all days and um, just everything. And it was definitely a challenge, um, but um, definitely a change as well. You know, living in the, in Ontario, living with your family all the time and um, just the adjustment living at the drums wasn't easy at first, but overall just learning how to cope on my own and do my own things at a young age just taught me how to be an adult. So um, I think that will translate and be uh, an easy adjustment playing in the OHL next year. So yeah. yeah how long was that decision that. process? Like I'm sure it wasn't, you know, flick of the wrist or snap yeah. decision, like, Oh, let's go to the U S right away. I'm sure a lot of time went into it. So what was that process? Like, you know, making the decision to go south of the border and realizing that, you know, it's looking like we're not going to have an opportunity to play this year. So I got to find a way to showcase myself, show, showcase my talent and uh, figure out a way uh, to put my name out there a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, obviously, um, you know, I played for Jersey and Bantam and, it was a great year. And, um, you know, at the end of the season, we kind of just looked at all the possibilities. We knew this was happening, this pandemic and just uh, understanding that, you know, I thought it was um, a great opportunity. And uh, we spoke with the school and, um, you know, Regan O'Grady, Chris Collins, the head coach of my team, and just uh, just hearing what they had to say about the program. Um, we kind of just, we thought it was a great fit for me overall as a player and um, as a family. So um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of processed you know, it wasn't so early, but it was, you know, it was pretty, uh, it was pr pretty near the start of the season. So, or, um, sorry, the, um, kind of the end of the quarantine kind of pandemic, um, a little bit in, in March. So, yeah, so it was good. Yeah, and you had a big growth spurt too. So how much was that? At least you got to play hockey. You got to find your body because when you grow that much, what were you? You were five, eight. Now you're a uh, six, two. That's, yeah, that's, that's a big difference. It's a great question. I mean, I was about 5'10", 140 pounds last year. And, you know, it was definitely tough at times. I was playing against guys that, you know, hit puberty early and having to fight through guys trying to take me down and, you know, being a target on the ice. I just, you know, I had to use my skating ability and my hands to get around. And, um, you know, at the, end of the, at the end of the season, you know, I worked out lots, getting lots of sleep helped me grow a lot. And having the opportunity to train with so many, some great NHL players all summer was pretty cool. They pushed me day in and day out. And, you know, by the end of the summer, to answer your question, I started um, to hit my growth spurt probably after the season during the pet of near like, you know, uh, late April, as well as, uh, you know, during the season playing in the States this year and just, uh, you know, eating lots, sleeping, having good habits with nutrition and everything. Um, you know, I'm now saying at about six, 370 pounds. So um, that's nice. Nice transition. Yeah, it's definitely helped my game. Congrats. Congrats on that. That's cool. That's yeah. big. I appreciate it. Probably, a, probably feels a lot different too, eh, on the ice. Like, you're out there like that. I mean, when, now that you're bigger, you can do things more, right? You can protect the puck more in corners and stuff, like win battles. Those are nice. For sure, yeah. So it's, it's definitely awesome. What do you think was the biggest part of your game that you elevated over this season uh, down south? Uh, can you just repeat that question? Yeah, so you talk about – the growth spurt getting bigger and Colin mentioned 
you know, winning puck battles in the corners, using your bigger size to your advantage. Um, in terms of where you needed to get in your development as a young player, you knew the OHL draft was coming up this year. You knew what year you were going to be looked at and taken. So over this year, when you went down to the States, was there one part of your game, whether it was skating, your shot, uh, or the way you protect the buck, whatever it may be, um, how did you, or what was the biggest part of your game you felt improved the most over the winter? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, um, you know, obviously I was really focusing on my defensive zone, um, just understanding how to be a trusted player at the next level in the OHL, how important that is. And, you know, learning, learning and, and taking things from my coaches and, and, um, you know, another great mentor that's helped me throughout the years, um, you know, ex NHL or 13 years in the NHL, four years for the Gulf storm, Ryan Callahan, you know, he helped me, you know, put in the work, did lots of zoom calls with me and just show me kind of his shifts and how we played the game. And just, it was really cool to hear from a world-class human being and, um, just, uh, what a great person he is. And it was definitely, uh, that definitely helped and it definitely progressed through the year and, I really bought into that element because I know how important that is to the next level and um, in the OHL and being a young player, you want to be able to be trusted. So that uh, that's important. So that that's probably one, one element I tried to really focus on this year. And I thought I did a good job with it. So this was good. Yeah, for sure. And Callahan's a guy that's played for a lot of coaches too. I mean, strict coaches do with torts and uh, Cooper. So he's a good one to learn from too. Probably a lot of torch stories. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's uh yeah, he hasn't really talked too much about the stories, but um, but you're thinking it though. You're thinking it in your head though. Like this guy played for Torch. I'm tempted to ask. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Probably, uh, probably was pretty hard on him. So, but oh, yeah, uh, coach. Yeah, there's a few uh, stories about Torch that are pretty good. Um, for the fan scouts, coaches, and other uh, front office members listening, what type of player would you say you are? I think I'm a two-way center that loves to have fun in the offensive zone as well as using my skating and my shot to help me score goals from tight angles or to create plays for my teammates for scoring chances. And uh, another thing is I think, um, you know, I'm also a hardworking and dedicated player. Um, you know, I, I, I love coming to the rink every day. I love being with my teammates and, and just, uh, you know, working on my overall game. So that's, um, yeah, that's how I describe myself, I would say. Yeah, that's huge. Who would you model your game after at that next level? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I watch a lot of hockey. Um, I love, you know, there's a ton of guys that do so many great things, you know, Crosby, you know, even Pasternak, you know, two goals the other night. He's a uh, past he's great player, but um, you know, I try to take different great aspects for different players in the NHL, I would say. Um, but if I had to pick one strict player that I really take a lot out of is Evgeny Melkin of the Pittsburgh Penguins, just the way he uses his size and just, his offensive abilities, he's, he's so, um, he plays a complete game. Um, and one thing that I did take a lot that he did this year was just his defensive zone too. He really sounded oh, in his own and trusted, at, you know, at the NHL level. And I just love the way he plays and competes on the ice. And I admire a lot of elements he brings to the table. Leadership too. I mean, Pittsburgh, I mean, playing behind Sidney Crosby, it's hard to do that. I mean, he's a guy that's an elite center in the league and, I mean, he's a guy that could go somewhere else and be that number one guy, but leadership in him, I mean, he shows it. I mean, he doesn't leave anywhere. He stays there. It's, he's an elite second-line center in the NHL behind Sidney Crosby, and that's why they win cups. He accepts his role. That's a good one. Um, 
speaking of that, I mean, who are you most excited to play to like to play against in the OHL? Once you get drafted, that's a, good, a lot of good ones in the O. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting, uh, interesting question. Um, I would probably say, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about Kitchener's rink, um, as well as Oshawa. You know, London's just the atmosphere, the fans. I've just heard it's pretty cool. So probably those three rinks. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, do you? And this question is kind of, you know, only relevant really for this season because the draft class from last year didn't get their rookie season, right? They didn't get their 16-year-old season um, where they were the guys who had the potential of rotating in and out of the lineup uh, with other rookies. They were the ones that packed the bus with the equipment. They were the ones that sat at the front, kind of had to share seats, whereas the veterans, they get the back of the bus, they get their own row, and they get to kind of spread out a bit. So for you, looking at the opportunity that's going to be at your doorstep here in your first year in the OHL, you, there's essentially two rookie classes this year. So you could essentially see that last year's draft class, you'll be going up against them, you know, for rookie of the year and, you know, certain awards amongst rookies. So for yourself, do you see it as a, an even bigger opportunity because there will be a same amount of experience from last year's draft class as there will be for you this year? Yeah. Um, it's a great question. I mean, obviously, like it hasn't been, you know, a normal year this year. I mean, there's a lot of outcomes that have happened, you know, not having a season for these 04s. I feel really bad for them because there's a lot of, um, you know, great players in that draft class. And, you know, it was tough for them to kind of deal with this season, not having any hockey and everything. But, um, you know, just coming into the OHL, I think just, you know, having the opportunity to play with some of those 04s too that will be on your team as well. I think just uh, going there with a great mindset and, and not, you know, just going there and being myself and, and um, you know, staying positive about the whole year and just I don't really set expectations for myself either. I just go in day, day in and day out. And, um, yeah, what was your second part of the question again? Yeah, so I, I don't know if it was really second part. I think you nailed most of the points there. Um, it was more just about, um, you know, you're, like you said, you, you played a season down south, the guys who were drafted. The showcase is coming up in Erie, so they've got that opportunity. Some of the guys went and competed at the U18s, guys like Shane Wright and uh, Francesco Pinelli uh, went and competed there. So it was more just along the lines of, um, seeing yourself going in against another, like against two rookie levels, essentially. Um, and just heading into the OHL with a great opportunity to say, Hey, I don't want to be that rookie who checks in and out of the lineup. I want to be in there every night and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, um, you know, everyone loves ice time. Everyone loves yeah. to play minutes, big, big boy minutes. And, um, just for me, I mean, I'm not, um, setting expectation. I'm just going to enjoy myself, take it one day at a time. First is the draft and then, you know, get back to work, big summer ahead and, you know, just getting bigger, faster, stronger and continue to develop, you know, as a player and, and grow as a player and um, just, just going to play in that league next year, just um, not setting expectations, like I said, and, and just, um, just enjoying the process. Cause I mean, it only happens once. So um, yeah, I'm definitely pretty excited. So, to name a few, uh, you've mentioned you have uh, worked out with a couple of guys in the league already. Uh, do you, can you mention who they are? Like you meant, like you worked out with for the NHL players? Um, yeah. yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I've had the privilege to work with you know um, a bunch of 
um, amazing, you know, NHL players and, and um, players that are going to be drafted this year. So I'll name a couple of examples, you know, on power projected number one pick next year. Um, you know, yeah, he's, sure. yeah. yeah, he's a great player. Great. Um, you know, great guy on and off the ice. Um, just really looking up to him the way he, you know, here, you know, handles himself the way he, you know, gets there early for workouts. Just, you know, I really looked up to him and he's a great guy to look at. And, um, another few guys are, um, you know, Michael McLeod, um, you know, played for the Douglas Steelheads, um, NHL player, um, for the New Jersey, uh, New Jersey Devils, sorry. Um, he's a great player. He, you know, I learned a lot from him where we actually talk, we're, we're pretty good buddies. So he's, uh, he's pretty funny, but so he's another guy. And then, you know, Ryan McLeod, his brother too. So there's hey, a lot the of players, for sure. Even, um, you know, Wade Allison as well. Um, you know, he's a great guy. He treated me so well and, um, you know, I really appreciate what he did. So he's, uh, he's a great guy to look up to. So you're fortunate to get advice from them. What advice do you give to next year's draft eligible kids in their draft year? Yeah, my, my advice, you know, to the next group of players entering the minor, their minor midget year is uh, probably just to stay positive, you know, work on your game each and every day, have fun with the process because I mean, at the end of the day, it only happens once. Right. So just uh, continue to develop and, you know, making sure you're, you're going to bed early, you know, you can have fun every so often and hang out with your buddies and stuff. Cause I mean, you're a kid at the end of the day too, right. You're young and you're, uh, you're growing as a player. So I think just eating really well too, and just don't get caught up in the draft, the numbers, all that stuff. I think just, just, um, just think about your game and, and play your game. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, especially, especially, I mean, you're just a kid. You gotta remember that. And another thing is, I mean, you're starting, you're a, it's basically when you get drafted in the OHL, you're drafted, you're starting your career. I mean, you're starting your career to professional hockey once you get drafted in the OHL. So that's another thing, too, that's pretty cool. Um, last question here for me. Uh, who would you say is the biggest influence on your hockey career so far? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, um, during my hockey journey, obviously, my family, big part, you know, my dad and mom, how much they've sacrificed, you know, their time and, and money and and, uh, you know, throughout my whole minor hockey career, I'm very fortunate how much they've done for me and um, get me where, where I'm at right now. Another big influence in my life has been my uncle, uh, Jerry McNamara, who um, actually was the head scout and, and general manager for the Toronto Maple Leafs in 1973. So, um, you know, he drafted Wendell Clark and he, uh, he found um, Swedish defenseman Boris Alming and, um, you know, Hall, who's a Hall of Famer and just learning from a person like him who who's been there and scouted at the highest level is, is probably big time. So, um, yeah, for sure. He's another one. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm sure come this weekend, you're going to share this whole experience of getting drafted into the Ontario hockey league with all of them, with your entire family. So the last one for me is you're obviously going to be with your family on that day, but when you see guys that you've played with, start to go in the draft how much are you going to share this experience with them um because you work together you've played together you've practiced together this is an experience that you guys have been working towards for a long time so um how much are you going to share that experience with the guys that you've had a chance to play with yeah um i think just there's so many great players there's so many great players i've played with and i've been fortunate to um you know play with play with a couple teams and, and um, just the players they they've, they've uh, become and everything. And um, 
it's a great question. I'd be happy for everyone. I think, you know, it's, it's a privilege to be drafted in the OHL and um, you know, I wish everyone the best of luck and, and uh, definitely a couple of my buddies too. I'll be, uh, you know, <laughs> sharing my messages and, yep. you know, speaking to them a little bit, but yeah, for sure. Uh, just give my best of luck to everyone in the draft. Yeah, but there's bragging rights on the line who goes before each other. There's bragging rights on the line. You remember that. I mean, if you go higher, if you go higher than your buddies, you got to let them know. Yeah, I mean, there's nah, bragging he, rights on the line. You got to have some class, though. You have to be respectful. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, just have fun with it. But yeah, for sure, just have a little bit of you know, a couple laughs, and um, you know, if you go picked ahead of them, I think it just you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I think you know, you're playing, you're playing in the NHL, and that's all that matters. So. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're picked. I mean, yeah, it's an opportunity. Every real. pick's an opportunity, right? Um, yeah. And that's the way you got to look at it now, especially with the last year and a half that's been going on. Every opportunity that comes your way, uh, you take it and run with it because you never know what's going to happen. Like you mentioned, it's it, exactly. it's only going to happen once. You're going to experience this once, and then um, it'll be gone. So, uh, Luke, we really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, we wish thanks. you the best of luck in the OHL draft this this weekend and uh, all the best. We appreciate it and look forward to doing this down the road. Thank you very much for having me. That was Luke McNamara here on the Owen 60 podcast in 32 games played this past season with Bishop Carney selects 15 U triple a not too bad. 20 goals, 25 assists for 45 points and 20 PIMS as well. So I feel that pretty good case uh, to well, make uh, for your, uh, Going into the draft, we'll need his intro. We'll need the intro. Uh, yeah, I know it's tough him. though because we couldn't. He doesn't have a team, team yet, so it's like I know. Oh. So he doesn't have the team. That's tough. Once he gets the team, I know. Luke, we'll be calling you. We will answer be. your phone. Yes. Answer your phone once you're drafted. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we will step aside after the break. Guest number two, a junior, Luca Pinelli. Yeah, we he's gonna bro, join we us. Big yeah. Bro on. yeah, big bro time for little bro. Yeah, high expectations. High expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be a fun one. So we'll be joined by Luca Pinelli next here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward and interview number two on this week's show. We are joined by Luca Pinelli. Of course, a lot of people know his older brother, Francesco, who's getting ready for the NHL draft or is Luca, you're getting ready for the OHL draft. First of all, thanks so much for doing this. I know it's a busy week for you, so we really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. So uh, I guess we'll get to the real uh, hard hitting questions. Do you want to play with your brother in Kitchener? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been a dream of mine to uh, play with my brother. I mean, he's a great player. They're, they're a great organization. Um, I'm going to see how uh, what happens in the draft, but whatever team I go to, uh, whatever happens, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Luca, this past season, you have no season. How much did it help having your brother who is going through the same process but in the NHL draft? So how how fun's that going through the same draft process, just a different league? Yeah, I mean, we're both both training a lot. Um, I'm by having him by my side, uh, training with him off ice and on ice, it's been really uh, really helpful, getting me ready 
for uh, the OHL, and we'll see. Uh, yeah. How much, are you, um, how much are you guys going to talk about this whole OHL process this week? Are you guys going to hang out quite a bit and just kind of prepare yourself for it? Yeah, I mean, I've been, we've been thinking about it, talking about it quite a bit. Uh, it's coming up soon, and it's just, it's, it seems like it's taking a while. But <laughs> Yeah, that this week's going to be the slowest week yeah. of your career. Until, oh, the yeah. NHL draft, until the NHL draft, this is going to be the slowest week of your career. Oh, this yeah. year. and so much talk like there's so much talk you, all the distractions that we just gotta ignore it there's just so much that's gonna happen yeah um so how much uh what do you say your brothers helped you so far during your career yeah i mean growing up with two older brothers has been like great for me yeah just uh them pushing me uh when we're going outside playing any any type of sport hockey, basketball, you know, it's been, they've been pushing me. It's very competitive. Um, I think they're getting me uh, really uh, mature and getting me ready for the next level. So it's been very, uh, very helpful. Yeah. And being the younger brother, you always get picked on, right? So like, you don't want to get beat up. So yeah. You're the toughest. <laughs> so you'll say you're the toughest, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that it's draft week, uh, what's going through your mind thinking that, uh, this is really the start of your hockey career. As you know, once you get drafted in the OHL, I mean, there it is. Your career officially starts. So uh, what's going through your mind? Yeah, I'm just trying not to uh, think about it too much. I'm just focusing on uh, on just training and getting ready for uh, whatever team drafts me and getting ready for the league next year. How, how much did you learn from your brother going through his rookie season? Obviously, I'm sure you got a chance to go watch him wherever it was. So what did you take away from his rookie season that um, you're kind of taking for yourself and using his experience? I think, um, yeah, it's been like the, the adversity he has to uh, rookie has to go through. I've seen it uh, with my brother. I've seen it with my other players um, just going to watch his games. You just need to stick, uh, stick in there and try not to get down on yourself. You're not getting uh, the minutes you, uh, you want and uh, just play the way uh, you can. Yeah, when you go into the league, I mean, it might be luck for you. I mean, less bags to pack on the bus. Uh, you're going to have um, two sets of rookies. So, oh, I mean, yeah. less yeah. bags to pack. How's that going to be? <laughs> I mean, two sets of rookies, that's going to be interesting. A lot of solo laps. Yeah, it would be, be pretty interesting with the 04s and the 05s being rookies. Yeah. So, uh, for the fans, scouts, coaches, and front office members listening to the show, uh, what type of player would you say you are? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm a two, uh, 200 foot centerman who has very high hockey IQ. Um, I'm very skillful. I can make tape, tape passes and set up teammates for goals. I also uh, have a great shot and can put the puck in the net. Um, my compete level is very high and I have a physical part to my game. Nice, a little bit of an edge. Always yeah, like that. Love that. Uh, what do you say your go-to celly is then? We're big glass celly guys on here. I mean, when you get to the O and you get the we need to go play in those big barns and stuff. I mean, glass celly is always pretty good. Get the fans going, especially road games. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not too much of a celly guy, but sometimes yeah, like a, you've done that before. Eh? Yeah, sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's like a big game or or playoffs, so may need to throw in a celly, but not too often. Yeah, I, like that. That. I respect that. Uh, what Luca player Pinelli. would you model your game after? Oh, sorry. Oh, what player ahead. would you model your game after? Um, I think I model my game after uh, Mitchell Marner and a bit of uh, Brad Marchand. Nice. I like the rat. I like, I like the rat. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Luca, what's one thing that you would say, and this is a little bit of a negative, but not being able to have a minor midget season and not maybe being able to develop every part of your game that you wanted to before you got into the Ontario Hockey League, what's one thing that you're looking back on and you're like, oh, you know, I really wish I would have had an opportunity to try and th- improve this part of my game. Um, I think I'd have to go with maybe, uh, maybe say if we're in like OHL cup and it's just like very, uh, you need to be clutch and perform in like those last uh, minutes of the game. I think I wish I could have been there and just had that feeling because I haven't had it for a while. So I think just, much, yeah. 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 I mean, OHL Cup, such a big deal, too. That would have been nice to play in. Especially yeah. if you guys are going to be competitive, too. I mean, GTHL, too, good league. Well, and, I, well, um, and you, you saw your brother do it, right? Toronto Red Wings in the OHL uh, uh, yeah. Cup final going up against one of the most dominant teams of all time, uh, yeah. Shane Wright. So, um, yeah, that would have been tough. You got to see it, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that. And then it, gets, uh-huh. it doesn't happen, so. I was, I was waiting for it. I wanted to come so bad and then yeah. just got canceled. It's, it's pretty tough. So when you get, so when you play the junior Red Wings, uh, you and your brother get into it a little bit. Pardon? Do you and your brother get into it a little bit when, uh, you're playing the junior Red Wings? Alumni? Junior, wait, the junior Red Wings? When you, like... Yeah. When you're playing the Toronto junior Red Wings, do you guys oh. get into it a little bit? Oh, yeah, I mean, both they're both good organizations. We have yeah. we sometimes we sometimes used to get into it because he made it to the OHL Cup finals, so it's a pretty big deal for him. Uh, but yeah, sometimes. Yeah, have you been able to work out with other guys around the league as well, other than your brother? Yeah, I mean, I get to uh, work out with high-end OHL players uh, like my brother and a couple others. I I go on the ice when I train. I train with my brothers and Shane Wright's there. There's Owen Powers. Nice. I get a, it really benefits me and gets me, gets me ready for, for the OHL. What's the pace? Like that pace must be fun too. That gets you better. Yeah. It's, it's really fast. Just like if we do mini games, it's, it's really good for me. Yeah. It, it's all in the pace too. Like you improve so much when it's a good pace. You got quality prospects like that. I mean, Owen Power, probably the number one pick in this year's NHL draft and Shane Wright, no question. First football yeah. pick in next year's draft. So that's cool to be out there with those guys. Yeah. Um, how much did you learn from the U18 experience seeing your brother go through that? I mean, dominant team. How cool was that? Yeah, it was pretty sick just watching him be there and them winning. He said he had a great experience. So hopefully I can uh, follow his footsteps in that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, what arena would you most excited to, to play in in the OHL? Um, I mean, just watching my brother from his rookie season, I know that Kitchener Rangers has a great uh, fan base and they're really loud. There's also um, London Knights who have a lot of fans. They get packed. Yeah, the bug. Yeah, so those are those are two pretty uh, packed arenas. Yeah, Kitchener's fun. Kitchener's fun because it's kind of like Maple Leaf Gardens, like the old days. It's cool, yeah. like the upgrade and stuff. Like it's so far out, like the new yeah. upgrade that they put in. But like Kitchener's pretty fun. It gets rocking in the odd. Uh, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it is. Um, when you hear your uh, name called Saturday, what's that going to mean to you? Or Friday? Yeah, I think it's going to mean mean a lot to me. Just training and uh, getting ready for this moment of my uh, of the start of my career. I think it's going to be a 
an honor to uh, get drafted to our team picks me. Yeah. How much yeah. are you going to enjoy sharing that experience with guys that you've played with? And I'm sh- sure you'll mostly uh, share the great joy and experience with your brother, but in terms of guys who you've played with, you see their names go and um, just being able to have that same feeling and then you'll be competing against them uh, come September, October and into the season. Yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be good. Just seeing uh, my teammates uh, get drafted and, going growing up with them and uh, seeing them play in uh, playing the same league as me it'd be pretty uh, pretty cool how many years did you play uh, with like your draft eligible teammates um this is this would be my fourth year with my uh, team so nice there's a brotherhood there so that's always cool yeah that's always cool uh, so uh, for the players coming in uh, next year's draft what advice would you give them um I'd say I have to say just uh, play your game and train while you can get ready to get ready for, uh, for the next level. Right on. Um, who would you say the biggest influence on your hockey career so far? Have to go with obviously my, uh, my parents, they've always been there, uh, throughout, throughout my whole hockey career. And, uh, same with my, uh, my two older brothers, Anthony and Francesco, they've, uh, they've been a, made a big impact, uh, just pushing me and getting me ready. Yeah, right on. That's all I got for you. Um, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Reese, I don't know if you got anything. Yeah, no, that's that's everything. Really appreciate you coming on, uh, Luca. Um, we wish you all the best come this weekend. And uh, can't wait to see you in an yeah, OHL building in an OHL uniform and uh, light it up. Is it, actually, I just thought of one more. Uh, just looking at your brother's point totals from his rookie, his rookie season got cut short a bit. 41 points. <laughs> Is Here the goal go. 42 for you? Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to <laughs> No sellies. Awesome. No sellies either. You're going to be going Brad Marshawn out there. I'm calling. <laughs> That's going to be fun to watch. No, no, no licking visors and stuff, though. Hey, don't be doing that stuff. But uh, oh, no, no. Play on the edge. Play on the edge. That's always fun. That's fun yeah. to watch, guys. Play on the edge. We yeah. need more of that in the game. I love it. All yep. the best, though. Hey, good luck Friday night. Uh, can't wait to hear your name called early. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me. That was Luca Pinelli here on the Owen 60 podcast. And what an interview reminds us a lot of his, uh, his older brother. Yeah. He's got an edge to his game. I love yeah, it. And he mentioned for awesome. the listeners, for the listeners that can uh, see the facial expressions. Uh, when he mentioned Brad Marshall, he got that little smirk to him. Yeah. I love that. I yeah, love that. When awesome. he, when, when he said he doesn't sell it, he got the smirk. Like he's got, he's got the, like he got the yeah. confidence, you know, like he's my new, uh, he's my new uh, quote unquote favorite player in the draft just because he's a rat <laughs> i mean anyone that knows me knows that there's a little bit of rat in, so it's pretty cool to yeah there is see him. it's pretty well the series we dominated right we did dominate that series even though it went six yeah. we dominated that series because we had uh, dominic hash in 2.0 in net but you know yeah we did so, we did no we did we did plus we got like but, 50 uh, shots on him again yeah that is very true peppered him um, but yeah, again, a huge thank you to Luke McNamara and Luca Pinelli for joining us on this week's show. We are going to take a break and then we are going to come back to have a little bit of a discussion on the rest of the names who are uh, up for grabs in this week's OHL priority selection should be a good discussion to round out the show. So we will do that next on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 podcast and on Facebook. Of course, all of our platforms have the link tree up to all of our social media, to our website, to all of the platforms that you can find the podcast on. And shout out to the website, Joel Vanderland. He's been pretty busy oh, as of late. A couple new articles week. Uh, up there. Yeah, yeah he's going to be definitely busy. Pre and post draft, um, it's going to be a busy time for Joel Vanderland, especially with stuff that he does for the Ice Dogs, the stuff that he does for us. So he's got a couple new articles up on our website. Make sure you go check them out; they are really good. So uh, yeah. make sure you go and do that. Of course, the link again is in our bio of all of our social medias at the Own Sixty Podcast. And again, thank you to Luke McNamara and Luca Pinelli. I told Colin this before. I'm like, I can't yeah. say Fantilli. I can't say Fantilli. So that was yeah. the, that was where that little pause came in. So I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it, but I, I knew you. Ha- I knew you got it. I knew you oh, got oh, it. we're we're at that stage of the podcast where we finish yeah. each other's sentences. Oh yeah, Boom. <laughs> teamwork. As I punch it as I as punch you punch the, the screen. Down. Down. Fist bump. That's funny. Oh, it's cracked. It's cracked. Uh, I went full Bob Probert on that camera. <laughs> Uh, all right as we sort of previewed before the break it's uh time for our pre-draft research if you want to call it yeah you got to research i mean a lot of people didn't research you just make a list but that's a quick uh Um, shot to the people that yeah didn't do work essentially we are ones who are in no position whatsoever to go out and say, yeah, this guy's going one, this guy's going two, this Especially guy's going this year. We, we are not in a position to do that whatsoever. So this draft, pre-draft coverage will be mostly More what needs. teams need. And that kind of goes along with our OA shows, uh, who's graduating, what they need to be, re- who they need to be replaced with. Like kind of kind of give ideas about what we think each team kind of requires, you could say. So yeah. we, w- we will go through this in order. We will start number one, the Sudbury Wolves. And we know there's only 19 picks in the first round. We will include Niagara because they get picks yeah. in every other round, and, I think. And they they're in the league. We cover the league, yeah, right? They we are in them. the OHL. You were right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. are right. Yeah. That is a so very not, true not gonna, statement. So we're not not going to cover them. <laughs> <laughs> or wait. Yeah, two knots. Yeah. It's two knots, I think. Yeah, two knots. Yeah, I got yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Don't overtalk, Colin. Duh. <laughs> All good. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll start with the Sudbury Wolves. Number one, they need to they replace the... Quentin Byfield. I think that's yeah, who's but, uh, Yeah, I. you think he makes a Kings next year? I think he does. I mean, second year, third I overall so. pick. I think you make – I, I think the pick, Kings are not going to sign a lot of guys in the offseason and say, hey, prospects. Transition. That transition is going to come – they're going to do like how Ottawa did last year, how the prospects are going to come up. I think yeah. auto, teams like Ottawa and LA are a year ahead of Detroit, where next year the wings yeah. will follow suit. But yeah, yeah we'll, see, we'll, we'll see a lock on LA. Detroit. There's a chance we see right. Raymond. I don't know how big well, that Raymond is. Raymond, Raymond will start with Grand Rapids and he'll be up right away. He'll yeah. play like nine games the minimum in Grand Rapids and he'll be up right away. Yeah. But Quentin, By, Quentin Byfield's going to make LA. So I it's so. common sense. I mean, couple of years ago they missed on their first round pick they got a good second though with uh stillman yep um last year they went forward i think they're, i think they're going forward i honestly think they're going forward this year well i, th- I think you have to because we, we went through it uh, a couple of weeks ago 
looking at their OAs, Picar, left winger. Robinson, yep. left winger. Hutchison, left winger. Uh, go down the list. Gilhula, right winger. Uh, it goes on, like, wingers galore. Yeah, you need depth. And plus this year they have a few first – they have a lot of picks. Like, they have a lot of prospects in their pool right now, Sudbury. So it doesn't hurt for them to – I yeah. mean, you got to get the best player available in this. And when you get the chance to pick number one overall like that, you get the lottery luck. Yeah. You, you gotta. You have to hit. You, you have, have to. to. Quentin yeah, Byfield, you have to hit. massive hit. Yeah, so now you got a chance to get Quentin Byfield 2.0. Yeah. With a, and that's the one player I will say who I feel is going to Sudbury. It's Quentin Musty. Played for Buffalo uh, Junior Savers before he's out of Buffalo. Big, strong kid. He reminds me a lot of like what Brody Crane was like. Yeah. Uh, when he hits guy, when he hits guys, you feel it, which I love. I love that big, strong kid at 15, turning 16. I mean, when you're big like that, and you can, and you're got a high skill set like he does. There's, a, I think that's a lock for one. I'm not gonna go into like who's going two, who's going three, who's yeah. going four, and etc. Because I don't do that unless like I completely know. And anyone that's making a list this year that kids didn't play in minor midget so it's hard to make a list i mean you just gotta go team needs at this point i mean teams have their list but yeah teams have their list but they also have a list of needs. so-called scouts and yeah yeah it's 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 almost it's almost the uh this season for us anyways and for media it's almost do the needs outweigh the names like oh this kid he could be a great center but you have no defense so well, I can tell you, I can tell you right now, teams around the league are doing hard research on uh, on these players. I mean, hard research, background checks, what their parents' size are. I mean, like we heard before, scouts in front office members, GMs, etc. They look at the mom size for boys. For boys, they usually get the size for the mother's side. So in that case, they'll be looking a lot. How tall is the mother? How tall is the kid? If the kid's five eight right now in his draft year, does he have potential to be six foot tall? Because Nowadays, smaller players, yeah, they can play in the league, but at the end of the day, to win cups, you got to be big. I mean, I think right now, Boston, Colorado, Vegas are your top three teams in the NHL. And look at them. They're all big, strong, in your face hockey yep. teams. So that's how you do it. Yeah. So Sudbury, well, I mean, that's exactly forward. what Quentin Byfield was. He was big, he yeah. was strong. Uh, we've had the discussion about why he decides to use a mini stick while playing. But it works. Oh, skilled so, guy. Skilled guy. He's um, a skilled guy. Yell. Skilled guy's always like small yeah. sticks. I just it looked Easy like he was handle, to me, he was bent over too far. That's just that was the only problem. Oh, like, yeah. It's I, hard, I feel like that's hard to shoot. Goals. I feel like he, like that was the only thing. Yeah. He scored goals, so it really didn't make a difference. I'm just looking at yeah. it from how can you feel comfortable playing bent yeah. over the entire time? I don't know. I think the well, LA how do you not get off balance? Use a longer one, but yeah, how do you not get off balance? You know? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Give him the Chara stick and say, here you go, kid. <laughs> yeah, Big difference. Um, okay, on to number Oshawa, two, dude. the Oshawa Generals. And this is an interesting situation because they were in for the Mem Cup. Clearly, it and, didn't happen. And, and they're going to lose some guys. Yeah, now we're in a position, oh, are they still going to go for it? Are, they, are we still going to see them try and make a run at an OHL championship and a Memorial Cup? And obviously – Phil Tomasino, it's it's a debate to have. Is he back mm-hmm. with the Oshawa Generals, or is he in Smashville? Does he play for the Nashville Predators? I think next season. That's I honestly we can say what we want. They 
the Sudbury Wolves, oh, they got to replace Byfield. But Phil Tomasino, the amount of picks they gave up, it's almost the same situation. There's, there's two, actually, situations. I see Oshawa mm-hmm. needing something. They won't take this position at number two, but um, goaltending. Like, were you yeah. really confident? I mean, Jordan Coy's gone. Jordan Coy, like, previously like, this year. Were you really confident with fire. those two guys going for an OHL championship for Memorial Cup? I wouldn't be. That's just my opinion. Nothing against the players. Just I don't see them as top-of-the-line goaltenders to carry you over the top to a championship and get a ring. So, well, no doubt. It's interesting. No doubt. Where are they now? No doubt. I can see them taking the kid out of the junior attack in the second round and their second go-around Oshawa. I can see them going with the goaltender out of the junior attack for sure. But I think you look at Oshawa, I mean, the 2000s, there always that would have been last year. William Ennis, gone. Uh, Giovanni Velotti, gone. Nico Gross, gone. Those three are gone. Those are all defensemen. I think they go D here. A lot of people have them going forward. I have them going D. Just because you look at the uh, you look at the roster, okay. I think they're gonna take a step back this year, Oshawa, just because I mean Thomasino's not back. Harris I mean Alan McShane's gone, but you got Brad Harrison, you got Ty Tulio out there. So th- they won't be too bad. They 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 will have a top line that's a over that a more than quality top line in the OHL that will produce points in Tulio with the with the Harrison, those two guys will be able to do, create some damage. But at the end of the day, uh, when you lose three defensemen, you got to replace someone. And yeah. what it, I mean, there's no better time to throw in a young defenseman in your draft. And so I th- I have them going deep. Yeah, I look at uh, I look at Leighton Moore taking a huge step up this year. I think he I yeah. think he's got to be the one where you look at uh, you know you're going to be playing these top and minutes as a defenseman you know coming out party we got you for two pretty good players in matt broussard and jack stadnika from the niagara ice dogs we think very highly of you so leighton moore he's gonna have to be the one to take the lead he's gonna be the number one the number two defenseman on the oshawa generals this season so yeah i could see d i can see that 100 and like you said the goaltending i think that can come a little bit later yeah, because there's a lot of good goaltenders. Hey, maybe you see yeah. uh, Taya Curry go there later on. Yeah, 100%. Well, that'd be a great story. Yeah, that'd be a good story. They have an opportunity there, Oshawa, for sure. Um, Number three, Guelph. Guelph's interesting to me. I mean, they're going to lose a lot of forwards, Guelph. So, I, my mind, I think they go – I think they go forward. But, I mean, because they have a lot of D. Yeah. It's tough. But – I think they're going to go forward. I think they're going to go forward, but I would go D instead of <laughs> But there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with going D or with going forward. Yeah. Well, they're in the spot where they can go best available. Whoever they feel the best available is on a draft board. They can take no problem. It's a yeah. Home run. Yeah. That's almost, it's almost the same situation as the NHL draft, right? You look at the top three and you're like, okay, it's Lafreniere. It's Byfield. It's Stutzla. All right. Then you drop yeah. to the next tier. You got Lucas Raymond. You got, Alexander Holtz, um, drawing blanks. You've got Cole Perfetti, you know, guys like that. They're in the second tier that take you to number 10 and then and number Tom 11. Lindell. You're like, okay, who's the best available? Let's take them. And yep. this isn't the case in all of these teams, but for the Guelph storm, I could definitely see it being the best case scenario to take the best player available. Just be, again, they're another team where, 
you look at Nico Dawes, unbel- and we're this is talking. Exactly. I was just thinking that in my head. Yeah, this we're talking. This well, is the you, last season. That, you can read my yeah. mind. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Thank I you. Got you. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just a gamer again. Um, you look at Nico Dawes. He, you know, he slowed down a bit as the year went on. The Guelph Storm kind of were getting outmatched by other teams as the season kept going. But you know, they're only through math. Yeah. Two, three years off of an OHL championship. Usually that's the time where you're reloading. You're getting ready to reload. You're getting ready to go for another title in another year or two. And yeah. Are the Guelph Storm there? Eh, no, not really. I say that division, that division is tough. Kitchener's gonna be getting yeah, that's, that, that's the only thing about in in this division is you've got the Kitchen Rangers, you've got the London Knights, you've got the and Erie Otters who are gonna be plus games. Yeah, the Erie Otters, I think, are gonna be really good. Um yeah. Owen Sound Attack. Gavin Bryant's going to score 50 goals. So show us uh, where's number. And fun fact about Gavin Bryant, actually, he wears number 13 because of Pavel Dastu. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That, that pretty gives it back. You earn, you earn a lot of credit. You earn a lot of credit, <laughs> like a lot of 0 and 60 alumni. Gavin Bryant's high because he wore yeah. 13 because of, he wears 13 because of Pavel Dastu. He told us, he doesn't say it on here, but he told us before Pavel yeah. Dastu. He did. Yeah. And there's a picture of him with a wings jersey on. So there is. There's a picture of him with a wings jersey on. I mean, we're not going to leak it, but there is a picture of Gavin Bryant with a. Uh, when he hears this in Erie, and hey, good luck at the showcase where he started today at 12. Yeah. Good luck. All right. Uh, onto the Windsor Spitfires. They're another team, man. Eh? There's another uh, team. It's like they could go D because you're going to lose a lot. I mean, Rafkin's back home. Yep. A guy that spent a lot of time in. You, you know what? A lot, a local guy for me. A lot of, who's going to get a lot of playing time. I think this year he's going to be a top four. He he's kind of the he kind of got the odd man out because of Raf, like the Rafkin situation last year. How they want to put him in, they Windsor trusted him in being a top prospect. Yeah, in the draft, so Windsor threw him in there in every case and every chance. And Dylan Robinson, he cut he's a Simco guy. It's only like twenty minutes for me, and for him, he looked good in the games I saw him play last year. I mean, he he was out on the power play controlling the power play he's big tall lanky uh defenseman yeah six so five, 183 yeah i mean that's your prototypical that's what you like a defenseman you got size you got grit i mean that's what you want so i like that i like him to step up but i think they go d because i think it gives him an opportunity to move up but plus windsor's losing d so they need guys for their fifth and sixth spot kind of replace him uh and dylan robinson we can get the promotion so yeah that, i think I, they go d because they I got, think... they have Foodie. They have, they'll have Cooley back. They'll have Cooley back. They'll have Foodie back. So they'll have a forward. They'll have a top line. But we'll just see how that turns out. Medina's interesting in that too because I think Medina's good. But it's just gonna be interesting to see what he's like as a full year starter. You know, you know who I like for the Windsor Spitfires, and there's one reason and one reason only for this is Big Curtis Douglas, six nine, two thirty six. He's done. Um, yeah. How big size, did Luke eh? McNamara say he was? Six three. Hey, hey, and hey, last year. If if Windsor year. is looking to replace a big guy up front, Luke yeah, McNamara, hey. he played well, in the winter. He played last season. I think yeah, this video. would be a a pretty nice fit for the Windsor Spitfires with Luke Beautiful. McNamara. Well, exactly, and I mean last year they went with a forward. I mean, oh, two years ago in the 03, I mean, Wyatt Johnson, six foot, 167 pounds. I mean, he's going to be in his second year You and his draft year this year. I mean, then you throw um, you throw Luke in there. I mean, McNamara, 
Yeah, I like that. I mean, you look at, you're looking at McNamara. I mean, when he's 18, 19 years old, I can see him being a six, being a six five center. Yeah, I can legit see that. I mean, two inches. Yeah, yeah. The Spitz they've got Kyle McDonald. He's six five. Uh, Cooley six three. Um, I like that. Whether a, a fan, I hear so many different pronunciations. A fan of Siev, a fan of Shev. Um, so I'm gonna go yeah. with all of the above. He's six three, two oh five. Again, yeah. important. I like really know what's gonna go on there, but yeah, true. That's another thing needs and wants in the import draft. What they would do, yeah. But I mean, it's a lot like Sudbury. It, I mean, Sudbury's going forward, but teams like Guelph, Windsor, where they need this position, but also there's an import draft in like a few weeks, yeah. but we can get a guy there. So that'll decide a lot for the import draft what they're going to do. But yeah, I like that. I really like how Windsor goes size. I yeah. really like that because I think in the playoffs it comes down to size and grit. That I mean that's how you get determination. I mean, that's how you get things done. Yeah. So I, I like that. All right. On to on the to Kingston, Kingston Frontenacs and which would be the best place to get drafted. I think in the top. Yeah. I'd love to get drafted to the Kingston Frontenacs right I, now. Oh. oh, I'm looking at my chops. Like I'm, I'm not, not saying chops. I'm not going to call it and say, Oh, front runner, but front runner. Yeah. For the East yeah. division, maybe not the conference, but the East division. Peterborough loses conference. a lot. Oshawa loses a lot. I'll go Jeez, conference. Or, uh, maybe no Zay Wisdom. That's the yes. next factor there. Well, Zay, no, Wiz will be back. Wiz will be back because it's only so, first right? year. Unless they, change, unless they change the agreement, he'll be back. It's two years. He's uh, He'll be under 20. He'll be yeah. 19. He'd have, he'd have to come back. So they'd have that line. And I'd be interested to seeing uh, another local guy for me, Maddox Collins, uh, step up in the second line there in that role behind um, – Shane Wright. Yeah. That's what's going to come down to. How much of those guys improve? So you know what you're going to get from Wiz. You know what you're going to get from uh, Shane Wright. But what are you going to get from Collins and uh, Akiri? If you get if you get things from them, you're going to you're winning the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Martin Kromiak the in there as well. Like it's prop prop and net too. What's or not prop? Uh, Dugas. Oh, yeah, Dugas. I got the bat. Who will be in OA with. this season? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he's like. I mean, yeah. you got a veteran goaltender, but there's another team that kid going after a goalie. They won't do it in the first round. I mean, they got Paul. Now that's the thing. We're year. looking at all of these guys, and we're like, oh, yeah, going into the 20, 2020, 2021 season. You're like, yeah, you know, their goaltenders are going to be OA, so they'll be okay. Now you're looking at it like, on these rosters, there's only one goaltender that's eligible to play, unless they've been signed and are not listed. Like Guelph Storm, they just signed one of their goaltending prospects, but. Yeah, you're looking at it. You're like, are we gonna see the goalie draft? Which it isn't a lot. Yeah, Late. which I'm not saying like I mean, first round or anything. I'm saying like, could we see the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round goaltender, goaltender, goaltender? Yeah, try and build that right. back up. Yep, 100, 100. So, uh, I think I think they go, I think they go D here. I mean, it's a it's a deep forward draft in the top ten. It really is, but I think they go D. Uh, Kingston because last year they went Lundwinski and obviously the year before they get Shane Wright mm-hmm. and they get a Curie, they get Collins in the first three rounds. I think they go D here. They need D. I think they go D here and it really puts them as a better all-around team for the future. And plus you're going into Shane Wright's draft year, right? So you got to be deep. Yeah. On to uh, the Peterborough Peets. And forward? Another team needs to replace a goalie, but I, yeah, forward. I mean, you lose... You lose um, By the way, shout out to Liam Robertson. Kirk. 
lighting it up yeah. at the world championships. Yeah, leading store, leading yeah. store for uh, Great Britain, right on. Yeah. So I mean, cool. hell, these teams like Italy, Great Britain are in the world championships. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Kirk, he's he's gone. He was supposed to be in OA last season. Michael Little, um, Semyon Durargachinsev, Nick Robertson, who there's four. Whether he cracks the Leafs or not, not 100% <laughs> sure. Like Akil Thomas, Max Grondin, Brady Hins, although he wasn't even a Peterborough Pete, anyways. Um, yeah. John Parker Jones. Like, it's, yeah, you forget they, about these guys. Oh, over. that guy was traded. <laughs> and plus, they went, and plus, they went D last year with uh, McCoy. Yeah. Having McCoy out of Quinty. So they, I think they're going forward. I think they're. I'm not going to lock it because I don't like to lock picks, but I would say it's pretty well. I think there's an opportunity, though, for another defenseman because they only have two rookie defensemen coming out of the 1920 season. So yeah. they will essentially be going into their third year well, least, in the Ontario yeah. Hockey League. So it, yeah, I, I see forward as being a huge, huge need because, you know, how do you replace guys like Akil Thomas and Nick Robertson? Well, that's where that's where I could see McNamara going now. That's where I could see McNamara going there. I think for sure he goes in the top ten, but I could see I had him. I have. I'm not. I don't want to say it, but I have like a top five, and I have him going to Windsor. But I could see Peterborough. I don't see him going past Peterborough because Peterborough, when they can go best available, he's the best available. Yeah, he is the best available prospect. So he would either go to Windsor or to uh, Peterborough. But yeah. I agree with you. All right. On to the Flint Firebirds. And they have. <laughs> Everything's different. You don't know. Interesting. Let's just put it at yeah. that. They've had an interesting last month. Yeah. Interesting. No GM. No head coach. A new president of hockey operations. So that's new, who's in charge of the draft. Yeah. A new director of broadcasting, which I had to mention that. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? The Landry's gone. The Landry's yeah, no longer there. Like it's all Dawson's of a sudden. It's all, it's all of a sudden. Hayden's gonna out be of the blue. GM steps down. You're thinking, oh crap, we gotta figure this out quickly because the draft is approaching. Yeah, I think they go D. I think they go D. Because you gotta replace McCourt, right? You gotta. Yep. Um, Oxenchuk too. Yep. Dennis Busby. Collier Chonuk. He won't. I don't think he'll be back. Owen the lawn. Like, yeah, this team was I think they go so deep. good. They were yeah, so good. It's tough. Like, it's tough they never got the opportunity to compete for Jay Ross because yeah. it would have been legit. They had it all. They had to shut down the, defenseman in the lawn. I, I, com- they had I compare this. Defenseman, McCourt. Yeah, I compare the Flint Firebirds to the Montreal Expos. Montreal Expos were probably going to win the World Series. And then baseball, oh, no, we'll have a strike. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see. Obviously, if they, they didn't have a strike during the pandemic. Kitchener. But, yeah, it would have been interesting if they would have been able to get past London and Kitchener. Yeah. I thought, London, I thought it was London and Kitchener up top. And then Flint was right there on their heels. Literally Flint, like Saginaw were kind of the same area. Yeah. I thought, I thought Flint would be the third team. And then Saginaw four, and then there was a drop to yeah. where you had Windsor. Yeah, and that's interesting. I don't know. I think they go D though. Owen Sound, 
Yeah, onto the Owen Sound attack. Who will join Gavin Bryant? <laughs> who will join him? Hey, when that when they're on the clock, we should tweet out who will join. We should. GD I'm down. Thirteen, Palabatsu. I'll do that. I'm good. Yeah, when Owen, whenever we have a show guest on the clock, who will join? That's cool. That'd be cool. But uh, I don't know. There's another one where you would think they would go D because last year, I mean, their last draft, they went uh, Cedric Gudon in the first. They went Gavin, obviously, in the second. Then they went uh, Steen in the third, who's a defenseman for out of Guelph. So. Yeah, defensemen, they're only losing, well, from this roster that I'm looking at, it's only two. They're losing more for- Carter yeah, Robinson, losing more forwards. Brady Lyle. Those are the only yeah, two that will not be on the team. Yeah, they're losing a lot more forwards than they are Ds. They yeah. might go forward. They might obviously, go forward. Obviously, there's a couple the OAs. You've got uh, Chibrikov, who's going to be an OA. You've got Andrew yeah. Parrott, who's going to be an OA. Mark Woolley, who's going to be an yeah. OA. So, yeah. you've got to make a decision. Yeah. You can't have all OAs because Matt Guzda and Nett is also an OA. Where, where this is a time where it would be nice to have – it would be nice to have that defenseman that you draft in the first round of the top ten yeah. follow suit, get under those guys – like a parrot that who can pick your brain a little bit, and then all of a sudden year after you get thrown in the fire. Because Andrew Parrot, when he went into London, he went into London a lot the same year as Evan Bouchard did. And I mean, you learn a lot from those guys, right? Yeah. You learn a lot going with those guys. And then he went to Owen Sound, he improved. He improved. He got to play, which is nice. When you play minutes, you're gonna get better. So I yeah. think that uh I think they go D, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go forward. I mean, that's the easy thing to say. I wouldn't be surprised, but they're either going to go one or the other, but I don't know. I would go D. I have a lot of defensemen going in the top 10. I don't you know do. that's going to happen. Even though you I said it was a forward-heavy draft. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, is funny. Totally. Yeah, I just think team needs are looking at the roster and stuff. It's like, they're, gonna, yeah. they're not – like. There's again, no way this amount of defensemen go in the top ten, but yeah, again, I mean, this could be a full, you look at the roster. This could be a full yeah. situation, full draft of oh, he's the best player, so we'll take him. Like that could very well be. We don't know. Yeah, team availability. Yeah, but we're not like, inside yeah. the team. We're not trying to guess who they're taking by watching no video and then saying who they're going to take. So yeah, um, do your homework. Yeah, I'm just it, going by team needs. What I think. Yeah, the roster. What their roster looks like today. I mean, we can both. We can both do their homework on that anyone should do that, be able to do their homework on that yeah. some people can't but you should be able to well and at I, the roster today i mean and i think the one team that we look at and say no they're not taking a defenseman for 100 certainty is the mississauga steelheads and yeah, that is because they have three rookies who were on the defense core the last time they played hockey and yeah. you can look at it ethan del mastro was a rookie uh, Chaz Sharp was a rookie. The greatest name. I'm gonna. This is gonna be so fun. Ole Bjorkvik Holm. I think I just wasn't he. That, wasn't he in the wasn't he in the name bracket awesome last Norway. year? No, 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 no. Hey. He wasn't. It was. Uh, hey. It was the greatest goaltending name of all time. Joe. Oh Ranger. yeah, yeah. He might have been on mine. He, he might have. Yeah. Hey. Speaking By the that, way, that's a little show. sneak peek, eh? Next show. I like Yeah, that. next show, last segment. We'll be getting into um, that, the import draft. Right. But, yeah, in terms of defense, Liam Hamm, he's done. Uh, finished out his OHL career as the captain of the Mississauga Steelheads. Uh, Thomas Harley will be an overager. What are the chances he's actually with the Steelheads? Yet to be we'll seen, see the it. Dallas Stars. We yeah. thought they'd be better than they actually were. So, it's a situation with them. So, I think this is a matter of, Mississauga looking at it and saying, okay, 
couple centers who will be OAs might have to move on from one of them. Um, yeah. Other make than that, that tough move, those are yeah. tough to make. Yeah, you got three guys who are centers that are 2001 born players. And of course, those are uh, Kean Wash Couric. Tough to get rid of him. Really good player, Cole Schwint. Tough to get rid of him. I really like him. Um, yeah. You got Aiden think- Pruder out of London. It's it, it's yeah. hard. It's really hard to move on. I from saw players, but wow, I'm old. I saw a solo lap in London when he first came up. I saw a solo lap. Love that. By the way, shout wow, out to old. London Knights Radio Mike Stubbs for having his yes, doppelganger sir. as a center for the Mississauga Steelheads, Michael Stubbs. So we have to tag him at a Thunder Bay, Ontario. Hey, hey, when Mississauga picks, we haven't had a show guest on for Mississauga. So the Mississauga sticks. Who's we got to tag uh, Mike Stubbs? Who's going to join his doppelganger? We do. We have to. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, also, so, yeah, uh, we, I think um, Mississauga's show. We had a show guest just write in recently, uh, uh-huh. like literally within like the last two minutes. Uh, Francesco Pinelli uh, has a comment for his brother's uh, points uh, comment. He just said, "Ha ha ha, that's funny." About uh, <laughs> <laughs> about um, that's sarcasm awesome. in uh, uh for him uh breaking his points uh nice in a rookie in his rookie season. Just want to add that. Yeah, uh, Erie goes forward. I didn't go forward. Uh, North Bay. Yeah, if, they if went, anyone can tell, we, we are running out of time. So, yeah, the long forward. episode is next week. Yeah, we got uh, Ottawa. They lost a lot of D. Yeah. They go forward. I think they go forward, though. Yeah, um, that's, Sarnia. that's tough, yeah. Sarnia, that's tough. Nemestikov last year, third overall. Yeah, per, do you yeah, build around him? Back. Do you build a line with him? Yeah, I, yeah, I like that forward. Get get because uh, like, we had talked about it. a lot of teams that have the best top line in the Ontario Hockey League go on to win either their conference or the OHL title. So if Sarnia can start to build back up their top line and their second line and start to get some big forces up front. Legit. They no, might be okay. back in the conversation. Like it's, it's yeah, like Max Nemesnikov. You never know what's going to happen with a star player like him. Yeah, uh, Hamilton. I think forward went D last year. They yeah, got, like, they got a good young year. D. You, yeah, you got to replace uh, Unique, possibly Kaliev. I'm going forward. Yep. Navrin, Saginaw, maybe he'll stay around. I yeah, think, but Saginaw's interesting. Saginaw could go goalie. Saginaw could go goalie. They could. I mean, they went Fantilli last year. Who knows if he's going to be a commit or not. So they'd probably go forward, but they could be a possibility to go goalie. I'm not going to say they're going to go goalie. I think they go forward, but there's a possibility for one there. Yeah, um, well, 16... Tristan Lennox they got. I mean. Yeah, for his draft year. We're expecting him to get drafted. Um, him and Ben Goudreau are ranked pretty yeah. high among North American goaltenders, so. Um, yeah. Whether they go out and find his backup slash future replacement this year, it's good possibility. Yeah. Um. Sixteen London Knights. Ooh. Went forward last year. They went forward heavy last year. They just got a uh, Liam Gilmartin uh, commit. Yep. They might go. That was huge. They might. The way yeah. they reacted on Twitter, it sounded like that was pretty huge for them as oh, a priority. So big, big strong kid. Big strong yeah. kid out of the states. Um, well, they got Bryce Montgomery. He's going to be the guy. 100% he's going to be Logan, the guy. Yeah, Logan Mayu. Yeah. Like, it's going to be 
their, their D is going to be good with Kirill Steklov, yeah, Ben Roger, and Ben Roger. Like that's it. They're going to be good on the back end. So I see them going forward, forward. as well. Cause you got Brett Brochu and net. He's going to be phenomenal. I think Follow deep, up with yeah. a nice sophomore season. So Luke Evangelista coming back, possibly wear the suit. Yeah. London will have to go out and find another goaltender. Uh, Dylan yeah. was an OA. Uh, yeah, Matt him, so. yeah, yeah, they got Onuska. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Matt Onuska. Happy birthday. It was his birthday on Monday. So hey. or was it Sunday? Sunday. It was his birthday this past week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seven, 17 Kitchener forward. Luca Pinelli. Luca Pinelli. Not a big deal. That's, a, that's <laughs> who we hope. Yeah, that's who we hope. Who knows if that happens, but I hope he goes there. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be forward. fun to see. Yeah. Sue. They went forward last year with McConnell Barker. Yeah, but they're, they're in the same situation as Oshawa. I think they're in a worse yeah. situation, but they're they coming off go a season where they were expected to make trades and get top players uh, to go for an, o, uh, for an OHL championship and possibly host the Memorial Cup. So we're looking at the same them. situation here. Yeah, right now a team in the OHL is going to host the M Cup. It could be it could be Kingston, Kitchener, London. I mean, it wouldn't be London if they just hosted it, but – I mean, Kitchener's a team that's going to be good. Um, yeah. And Kingston, obviously, they'll be good. So there's a there's a little chance there that those three teams could be legit host of the Mem Cup, and you could be fine with any of those. You'd probably get away with them because they'll be yeah. top three in their conference probably. Yeah. Um, the very cold, the last pick in the first round before we get to the Niagara Ice Dogs. Who um, Barry? I mean, Forrester will be back, the Philly first rounder, unless he makes the Flyers, which he probably won't because Philly's deep. Yeah. Yeah. I think they go forward, Philly or uh, Barry. I'm thinking Philly because of where he's drafted from. But I think <laughs> Barry. I think Barry. I think Barry goes forward. Yeah, and lastly, we will get to the Niagara Ice Dogs, who, as we've mentioned, they don't have a first round pick, but they Big draft uh, for them. They don't need goaltending. I think we can fully establish that they don't really need any goalies. Yeah, Tynan coming back. That's Tucker Tynan. Tynan and Rosenzweig. Will be, be the, the two. They, I don't, I don't see them. Possibly not Osborne. Possibly Osborne. The, yeah, uh, he'd, he'd be three. He'd be the third. More than likely, Junior yeah. B. That um, defenseman. I don't. I think they're okay. They've got Landon Cato, who's a big body. Right. Even though he's only six one, still big. But um, I'm sure he's oh, known. He's tall. since then. So um, Isaac oh, yeah. Enright, oh. highly touted defenseman for the Ice Dogs, coming off his rookie. Got a season. clothing line, eh, uh, Cato. Yeah, I see, see that. That's pretty line. sweet. That's cool. Good for you. Yeah, um, good for you. Giancarlo Shanton. Swiss Slugger. Is he back? Imports. No. Tough. 2002 born player. Um, Beraldo, he's not back. Uh, obviously, Elijah Roberts not back. Uh, Mason Howard's going to be in OA. Um, AJ Cook in OA. And Dakota Betts in OA. Although, I think I've already seen Dakota Betts commit to uh, – to a school. I could be wrong. Yeah. You moving around in there? Yeah. As my uh, headset guys. Oh, really? See? Got to go with the plugins, man. I know. I'm wearing a hat because my hair. I mean, yeah, it's all good. Happy there. Um, yeah, for the Ice Dogs, it's, it's interesting not having that first rounder. You look at I, they could be in the best player available situation. 
Yeah, they had a good second round pick last year in Bryce Cook. I like that. And obviously Pano in the first. Those are two good picks. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, those could best available. I'd go forward from Niagara. But that's the draft. That's our thought. Yeah, that's essentially where we're sitting at in terms of where we think each team can improve on and where each team will pick. Again, couldn't go specifics into players because there's no video and we're not gonna make ourselves make ourselves sound like fools. So um, we essentially went based off of what we think each team may need. We announced a couple players. Yeah, Got we it. did. Got instincts. Yep. Uh, yeah. But that essentially wraps up our show this week. And we are back in a week. We will have our second <laughs> annual OHL draft special. Of course, we'll be joined <laughs> by um, Owen 60 writer Joel Vanderland, kind of get his perspective uh, on the Niagara Ice Dogs draft, not having that first round pick and kind of just an overall view of the league. And then, the rest of the guests are a surprise. We are yeah. still working on um, getting other guests. Of course, we had a great lineup last year with uh, Reed Duthie, the voice of the Hamilton Bulldogs. We had Daryl Smart, who is a yeah. junior B hockey guru. Um, Tate Harris from the O Show had him on to talk Windsor Spitfires and sort of that uh, West Division. So this year it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, sir. Yeah, we unfortunately had to defeat Tate two years in a row um, when it came to the podcast showdown, but uh, he was, he was a good insight on the Windsor Spitfires considering we didn't really have too much to say on them about what um, they was going on in Windsor. So uh, look at the team over the river. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, We will announce guests as the week goes on and that yeah. essentially wraps up this show. I hope uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. Again, thank you All to Luca media. Pinelli and Luke McNamara for joining us. And yeah, stay tuned to social media. We got some article. We got an article coming out. We got some uh, maybe some podcasts. Maybe maybe. We'll see. But we have our uh, we see have how much video we can find. We'll have a uh, we'll have some graphics on first round picks. We will. Yeah, get to see what the players look like. Yeah, it's always gonna be. It's always cool. You get to see who you drafted. So uh, follow along on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the yeah. Sixty Podcast, and uh, check it out. It should be good. So with Later. that, hope everyone has a great week. Hope everyone enjoys the draft, and uh, we will chat in seven days. <laughs>